You're listening to the Nick Smith Podcast. Real life, no myth. Where we talk about myths and misunderstandings surrounding life, race, faith, and culture. If you'd like to support the Nick Smith Podcast, rate us on iTunes. Or you can give through our Patreon. And don't forget to share this on social media so that all of your friends can know what you're listening to. Hey, we are your hosts, Nick Smith. And Kylie Joe Smith. And today's episode is called No Matter What. If you're not for me, you're against me. Ooh. That's what you are. Oh. You're against me. He took a airbag. went off. Air done went off. Yeah. Felt it. So this <laughs> this is an episode all about false dichotomies. Dichotomies. Those, this, these are things that you have seen this week and you're probably still seeing it. Probably. I mean, even though it's Sunday, mm-hmm. by now I'm sure we know who the president is. I don't I, know. I don't know who we're knows. We're recording this not on Sunday. So, we're, so you know, we're, we really don't know anything. This is all hopeful but, thinking. But... <laughs> These are things you've been experiencing and seeing, and you're probably going to continue seeing and experiencing these things. Yes, so. and the reason it came up is because we experienced it. Well, I'll speak for the global me. I would say, I would say it was a you it was and a not me. a us, not it a we. A, yeah, it's not it's a we thing. Kind of, we're one. You know what I mean? We're married, so <laughs> it, it happens. Um, so this is, y'all, this is what happened. People is crazy. And so... It's true. <laughs> um, I posted a, a thing on Facebook that uh, <laughs> how many stories start that way all of them now i feel like this it's generation world. it's the generation that we're in it's like so started this the, thing on facebook but here's how it went okay and i just shared a, a thought thinking i was being encouraging saying, how dare you <laughs> how dare uh saying that um no matter who wins um, I'm going to continue to live my life, pray for people, love people well. Like I'm going to, I don't remember exactly. Cause like what I if said. my, if the candidate I chose wins, then I'll do this. Yeah, if the candidate yeah. I chose loses, I'm going to do the same thing. And I was speaking very personally about like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to you love. You are speaking personally for yourself on your personal. It's ridiculous. Facebook? I don't know what I was thinking. Groundbreaking. Um, and so <laughs> I had, uh, somebody get on there who, um, I'm not really friends with. I used to work with a long time ago. Sure. Um, We never had any bad blood or anything. Always had cordial. And we probably agree on everything. You know, we're probably along the same lines in a lot of areas. Mm -hmm. But uh, this gentleman jumped on there and was like, something to the effect of, I'm trying (laughs) to remember. It was like, no, (laughs) don't do it. No, 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 Pastor Nick. (laughs) It was something to the effect of, um, yeah, that sounds nice operating from your privilege and, you know, you're, you get to say that because you're a privileged person. And I was like, okay. what? Right. Like, here's, do here's, they know? Do, yeah, they know. Okay. They know I'm, okay. I'm I just had to ask, than I just had it's to okay. ask, like, um, but here's what got me was like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> like, so, what? so I can't continue living my life. I if, can't. I don't, I don't get, if I get what I want or I don't get what I want. Like I, if the person you think should win doesn't win, uh-huh. then what do you want me to do about it? Like <laughs> I already voted. Like do, I, I did what I could do. Exactly. I've done it. And I so now done. I'm going, I have to deal with the consequences. I have to live in the world still mm-hmm. because something I was telling people before the election said, no matter who the president is, like my family still has to eat. Um, you actually I, preached it on Sunday before I did. the election. You're like, listen, we still got to pay bills. 
it doesn't matter. It does not matter because we, I mean, not, not that it doesn't matter, but you were like, it doesn't change the responsibilities we have as human beings and moreover as believers in Jesus. Exactly. That's and what I took from it, Pastor, because I was taking notes. Well, thank you. Thank you. You get an that. A. I thank wish you. I had a star. I would put it on your Bible. It's okay. I have treasures awaiting, <laughs> I'm sure. That's how the Lord awards us. <laughs> Did you remember what the pastor said? <laughs> um, but no, it's, it's exactly that. When we are in the Lord, right? Yeah. We are on mission. And the mission is to seek and save the lost, to Mm -hmm. bring the gospel to people who are broken, Mm -hmm. to love our neighbors, to be light Uh, in the darkness. Yes. And that Mm -hmm. should have been the mission before the election. And guess what? After the election, still still the mission. mission. Not going to get a new revelation here on this one. It's, it's still loving people. It's still serving people. And I know a lot of the, um, the evangelicalismists out there. I just put some extra endings on there. Evangelicalismist. (laughs) Yes. Those folk, um, they utilize that mindset of like loving people, meaning I'm going to love people the way I wish I could love them if they knew the truth I knew. Or if they were acting the way that I think they should be yeah, acting. But yeah. that's not what the word means. So when I say it, I'm talking about the agape love. Yeah. Talking about like loving people selflessly. Yeah. Where uh, they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just sacrificing. But um, that that was the, the situation. Yes. That, that brought led about to this. the conversation. Mm-hmm. In the nation. Thank you. Thank you. I was, <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting for it. I'm glad you picked that up. Shot you the rock. You shot it. I, take hey, it to the hole. It we're was not nice. new to this. <laughs> we're true to true this. To this. <laughs> um, but it, it got us talking about this idea of the false dichotomy. Mm-hmm. And um, so first, Kylie Joe, what is a dichotomy? I will tell you. I will try to read it in my most effective voice. We're trying to get that commercial money. So if y'all know somebody, holla at us. Go ahead. Sorry. The definition of dichotomy is a division into two especially mutually exclusive or contradictory groups or entities. Ooh. Mm -hmm. So then a false dichotomy, which is what we're speaking about, is when you make things mutually exclusive that are not. You're, You're falsifying that they are mutually exclusive. Yes. Um, these are things that don't need to be mutually exclusive. These are things that never actually are presented as mutually exclusive. But for some reason, there's that perception mm-hmm. that, well, then it must be this way. Yeah, you you put a division where there doesn't need to be one. Yes. And you start <clears throat> to divvy up things based on, most of the time that I've seen, it's based on your emotion. Yes. It's based on things that you're super passionate about. Mm-hmm. And Which I'm, isn't always bad. I mean, we, no. we should be passionate about the right things. Yeah. Actually, I remember we did an episode where we talked about social justice. Yeah. And we had someone on our YouTube page mm-hmm. uh, on the channel comment was like, hey, it's really awesome. I don't feel called to like go to rallies and right. and, and protest and yeah. stuff um, because I have another area of justice mm-hmm. that is really heavy on my heart. And I could have very much been like, how dare well, you? Well, if you're not for us, then you're, you're against, against us. But it was like, oh, okay, it's awesome. Like, that's awesome. That's great. Your heart is open to justice in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. And you're not actually opposing me or arguing with me. Yeah. You're just saying, hey, I don't feel like I should stand up and go to this rally. That's fine. Hey, it's, it's no good. No judgment. Yeah. But I'm not going to start making um, false dichotomies and pushing people into camps. Yeah. Because that's what it ends up doing. Yes. And uh, honestly, I had a conversation recently that was very much that, and mm-hmm. it was, it was really hard for me to actually engage in the conversation. I more felt like I was being talked at mm-hmm. than engaged with yeah. to say that word again. Um, but it was, <laughs> it was kind of this like, well, if you think this, then you must think this, and this mm-hmm. is opposed to this. 
Yep. And so then if you, and I was sitting there and I'm listening and I'm like, okay, I don't like, I, I don't know why you think that just because I said that one thing that it means that I'm against this other thing. Cause I yeah. actually am not, I'm actually more, as you even said about this gentleman, I actually agree with you on more things yeah. than you for some reason seem to think because you've made this false dichotomy. Yeah. They and start it, splitting hairs camps. Oh, splitting hairs, splitting. We can use that. I don't know. I've used it in other situations. And I'm okay. like, that's not appropriate. <laughs> this is, this works. You start splitting hairs. You say, if you, if you don't agree with me on this one point, ah. then that means everything I've ever assumed about those people who disagree with me, you have to bind all of that. Yeah. And that, I don't know. I, I, I rebuke that Lord in the I name of Jesus. I reject identity. and Lord rebuke it because that is not, yeah. that does not make sense. No, but it's like, it's easy to do because especially in our, our social world. And we talked about this, I think on last week's episode. Um, I don't remember. We talked about it at some in point a previous episode. about putting, like we put this projection up, we put this mask up and then, um, because we want it to represent who we think we are. Mm, right. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we look at other people's masks and we assume that if they differ in any way, shape or form, then they're the complete opposite of us. Yeah. And we start to build false dichotomies and we start to mm -hmm. put people in these extreme camps mm -hmm. tribes and, yeah mm -hmm. and this this extreme tribalism that we're rooted in in our culture is so detrimental to the gospel of jesus christ mm -hmm. it is detrimental to the gospel yeah because what you end up doing is you're by becoming an extremist in any one point of view and now i'm not talking about like jesus is the only way okay yeah you're going to exclude other people right because truth is exclusive right but when you start to um use political ideology when you start to use things of this world and make extreme statements about them, like if you're not this, then you can go boil an egg. <laughs> like what you're doing is you're, you're cutting this line off mm -hmm. at a place that's so near and comfortable to you yeah. that anyone that may be in the center of the issue, mm -hmm. they feel isolated and you've automatically excluded them to the other group. So you, so you've taken like centrists, mm -hmm. centrists, centricityists, and you've actually, marginalize them yeah you make you take people who normally would be like hey look i agree with you on this mm -hmm. i agree with you on this but i'm just gonna sit here in the middle and you've actually made kind of made them an enemy yeah you've excluded them from being a part of your cause even if you agree on 99 percent of the things yeah but hey we don't agree on this one thing you're automatically the enemy it's interesting because i've you know i feel like i've seen this from different camps mm -hmm. I, i've definitely experienced this um being told like, well, if you can't align with all of this, then out the door. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there's right now we've had a lot of the last four years mm -hmm. of hearing about a wall mm -hmm. and how like, it's not cool to build this wall or some people saying we need to build or wall. some people saying it's a good thing, whatever. Yeah. But, um, for those who would say that building the wall is wrong, mm -hmm. I've also heard and, ex and seen in relationship such metaphorical walls being built with other people Come to on. keep them out or to, and, and we know like we build walls because we're afraid we build that's right, like, yeah. that's what we do in, in relationships. I kind of feel like that's what was trying to be done with the, the wall thing mm -hmm. in um, Mexico. But like we, we build that cause we're afraid of rejection. We're afraid yeah. of people knowing us, truly knowing us because if they really know me, then they'll leave me. Right. That's mm. the lie that we believe. And so we, we build this wall when, as believers, we actually are literally called bridges. That's what the word priest means. Come we're on. called a royal priesthood. We're meant to be making those connections. And yeah. uh, I actually heard from another believer at, um, 
some point in the last couple of weeks. You know, I just don't think that we need to be making bridges right now. And I was like, now I could have easily been like, oh my goodness, well, get away. You're one of you're them. One of them. <laughs> I tried to understand. I tried yeah. to listen to that. I, I completely disagreed. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was something that I was like, I can't believe another Christian said this, that we don't need to be making bridges. So the other option is we need to be drawing lines in the sand and building walls yes. and totally shutting everyone out that does not align with what I think is right. Well, and if you think about the, so there's like, two parts of that ideology that I think we need to understand. One is that, um, especially in Christian culture, in our, our society, in our culture, mm-hmm. in American Christianity, um, we're afraid to build bridges because we don't know our identity well enough mm. to not slip across the come bridge. Come on, come on. You know what I mean? Because you might sway me to the other side. Yeah. Because when you're building a bridge, you're generally helping people who are in the darkness, see the light. You're trying yeah. to extend grace to someone who is suffering, who is yeah. in need of love and grace and saying, Hey, look over here, Jesus, he's got all the love. He's exactly. got all the grace. Yeah. So let's go ahead and, and get that to you. Um, <laughs> but if you don't know, <laughs> get that Jesus to you, let's go ahead and bring that on over there. <laughs> um, but if you don't know that, if yeah. you don't know that well enough to be like, Oh, there's enough Jesus to go around. And mm-hmm. if I'm stable in Jesus, he's not going to let go of me. Yeah. Um, then, well, I can't build a bridge because then you're going to, you're going to steal me. Yeah. It's that whole like being tricked out of yeah. Jesus. Like you're going to be tricked into following the devil or you're yeah. going to be tricked. And like there are, there are certain moves, there's cults and there's things that are mm-hmm. very um, good at enticing people away from um, orthodoxy. Mm-hmm. Um, orthodoxy. Why did I say it like that? I don't know. Orthodoxy. Orthodoxy. Um, but so like, we're not saying that that doesn't happen, mm-hmm. but in terms of ideologies and social issues, it's like, and with some of them, I'm even confused as to why someone would be afraid of that. Like, oh my goodness, if I talk to you about racial reconciliation, you're going to convince me that the gospel reveals that racial reconciliation is part of the ministry of Jesus Christ. And yeah. then I might actually believe something more powerfully about the power of God. I might and, believe that God can transform even social systems. And like, ridiculous. and I'm like, well, why, why is that bad? Is well, that, and I don't, the I don't other understand. part, the other prong of that, right? Cause I said there's two, two prongs. Yeah. Sorry. Other prong. No, that's okay. The other prong is, it just reminded me when you said that, um, people in our understanding of colonialist mindset mm-hmm. is we set the standard. And if you want in, you've got to, I'm not building a bridge to you because club, because you can't, if I build the bridge, then anyone can get in, but you need to meet me at this level of of piety. And remember the level of holiness that I set as the standard is always just a little below me. Of course. Yeah. (laughs) Because I can easily like grasp Mm -hmm, it. mm -hmm. Anything I'm really good at that. The standard is just under that. Right. All you got to do is get better. Be like me. And we start to mm. build these false dichotomies wow. because we don't want to either slip into their stuff and we don't like it. Here's the other part of this that just baffles me. It's like people forget that other human beings have complexity. Mm. Like we That's understand good. our own complexity, right? Mm-hmm. Like I get that I can be happy and frustrated in the same moment, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, I'm feeling, I'm having a great day, but oh, this frustrates me. But you know what? That's really cool. Ooh, and I want some food now. Like, <laughs> and all of that could be happening in the same moment. Right. And I get there's complexity to that. Even with certain people, there's complexity to the, the relationship dynamic. Like, there are people that you could take golfing, and other mm-hmm. people you wouldn't let watch your dog. Like, there's <laughs> right, but there's dynamics there. But then when we look at someone who disagrees with us, they're one thing. They're a flat plane. 
and that thing that they disagree with us on, that's their defining issue. And okay, so looking at that's a really interesting point. It, do you think Thank there's you. <laughs> very well done? <laughs> My cash app is. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, do you think some of that is maybe rooted in a fear mm-hmm. that I'm only seen as one thing? Hmm. Like, do you think that's projecting like you're you're just all about this? You think there's maybe fear that I'm just trying to get inside of that like mindset. Like I'm afraid that people only see me as one thing. And so I better point out, you know, I don't no, know. I don't, maybe I, maybe what, I'm oversimplifying it. No, I, I think it is simple, but what I think it is, is it's a justification for unrighteous anger. Mm-hmm. I think because if I have to take into consideration your humanity, if I have to take into consideration the depths of who you are as a person, mm-hmm. Then, your soul. Yeah, that you are made in the image of God, mm-hmm. that you have value, intrinsic value, mm-hmm. not based on what you've done or not based on your opinion, but just because you are, you mm-hmm. have value. Um, if I have to reconcile with that, then now I have to question, is my anger and my hatred a lot? Is that mm. justified? Okay. But if I can simplify you, if I can straw man you, if I can paint you as just one thing and then attack that thing. Privileged. Yeah. Then I can, mm-hmm. I can attack that thing. Yeah. Not knowing any of the backstory mm-hmm. or maybe not wanting to know the backstory or the experience. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. Because listen, if you disagree with me, you're obviously a poop head. And so I can hate you. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> that is not what Christ calls us to. That's not yeah. um, the dynamic we want to be judged on. Yeah. Yet it's how we treat other people. Mm. And it's in, especially in this political season, that is the, the modus operandi, you That's know good. what I mean? That's yeah. how people do it. It's like, oh, you voted for the other guy? Then you're, if you're on one side, you're a socialist. If you're on the other side, you're a racist bigot. But what if we thought about it as like, yes, first off, there are socialists on one side um, somewhere, and sometimes right. there are racist bigots on the other side. Yeah. Um, so I'm not excluding them. They do exist. <laughs> Nor <laughs> are we making concessions for you. If no. you're listening to this, Get those better. things are weird. Yeah, Don't do that. You're an oddball. But the... Um, the truth is that most people that find themselves on one side or another of the issue, there's complex reasons to why they're there. Yeah. Or there's a lack of understanding. Either way, there's impetus to reach out and to connect and to build bridges, to, mm-hmm. especially for the believer. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you're you're cutting people out of relationship. Mm-hmm. You, and, you end up isolating yourself. Yes. We talked a lot about isolation uh-huh. with the echo chamber episode and with pretty much anything one of the things that will have any issue that yeah. we're struggling with in the flesh, one of the things that we'll do is we'll isolate because we isolate ourselves to seek our own desire. Yeah. We Proverbs eighteen one. Yeah. When we do that, we're we're eliminating any voices of accountability or wisdom or reasoning, mm-hmm. um, which is crazy because oftentimes, um, even in eliminating those voices, we'll sometimes hear God's voice louder. Yeah. Because you, you can't run from God, you, Jonah. You just can't do that. So you can run, but so, you can't hide. Yeah, we end up isolating ourselves and we isolate people who would be our allies, who would be, even if they are on the other end, let's say they're way over there with their beliefs and their ideologies. Mm -hmm. They still could be an ally. They still could be someone who in a conversation would go to bat for the, for the issue that you stand for. I mean, look at uh, Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea. mm, That's right. Like these guys can't look at them literally, but yes, we can paint pictures, I guess (laughs) those are icons and you worship them. No. Um, but you look at these people, these, these, um, I want to say characters, but that makes it sound like they're not real. Men. (laughs) Thank you. These men in the Bible, they were Pharisees Yeah, and they were part of the Sanhedrin. They are part of the actual group Mm -hmm. that ended up killing Jesus. Now they weren't participants in that. That's clear in scripture, but, they were definitely part of that other camp. Paul, mm-hmm. right? 
Paul was an enemy of the church. Yeah. Um, I mean, Peter was excluding anyone that wasn't a Jew. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? He like, got in trouble for it. He did. God called yeah. him out. Yeah. Clarified it. Um, <laughs> to his face. But there are so many moments and instances where God takes these extreme ideas and doesn't make them centrist as in like, Hey, you guys find a common ground where you can both compromise. Mm. But he, he makes a third politic that says, yeah. this is the politic of the kingdom. Yeah. Like you can't be a worldly left, worldly right. You mm -hmm. have to be a, a Christian. Yeah. And so like the image that we're given, the ideology that we're given, um, like, I love that you said isolating allies. Mm -hmm. Um, we're supposed to be making those and not yeah. creating enemies. We're supposed to be being those as well. Mm, that's good. Like, yeah, we're supposed to be the ones that are willing to go to bat for those who have no one to speak for them. We're mm -hmm. willing to step in the gap. Like we're supposed to be that for people. Yeah. Um, and so when we, we isolate ourselves, we cut those possibilities off and, um, you mentioned scripture, like you're talking about these people actually in scripture mm -hmm. who, uh, where God kind of shattered this false dichotomy. And he does that a lot. There's a lot of juxtaposition, which I think is something we miss in scripture. If we're just going to it, um, to satisfy our own means, that's for free. But like we, we miss the juxtaposition of like, <laughs> rewind that and then play it again, <laughs> like the world and the kingdom. Mm hmm. Like, yes, there's so many things about the world that are opposed to the kingdom, mm -hmm. but there's a lot of things that God has put in the world to show us the juxtaposition to be like, okay, so you see how that's that way. Now, actually in my kingdom, it's this way. Yeah. Like it's, it's not always just either or. And so and there's like, also touchstones that, that yes. God's put. He puts these moments of truth to, to, so that you can point to those moments of truth yeah. and say, Hey, do you see how you like honesty? Yeah. Well, guess where truth comes from? Exactly. Do you like, see how you love joy yeah guess where true joy comes from so he like he builds these bridges these inroads to help us to navigate and to see so that when and i love the image um it's it's more with like children and, and catechism and, and growing them but where you have the kindling mm -hmm. where you gather yeah, the kindling good. and you have all these little elements of truth and then at some point god lights the fire and it's like oh my word this is what you're talking about salvation yes jesus all the time this is my world i want to pursue this <laughs> so like all that to say, like yeah. Jesus actually, um, in his word has so many moments where it's like, Hey, he even says like, you've heard it said this, mm -hmm. but I'm gonna tell you this. And it, what he, what he does is he always takes it to the third level. Yes. Like he never gives you just the, the, the yes and no answer. Yeah. Like with lust. With that's lust, one I love. Right. It's like, Oh, it's <laughs> Wait, lust. What? I mean, <laughs> I do Lush. not love That's it. That's the one I love. I love the way that Jesus teaches my on jam. the jam. <laughs> I mean, if we're picking sins, <laughs> my jam. <laughs> oh, Lord. Sorry, go ahead. Don't don't put this in the comments. Don't. Please don't comment. Don't, don't call comment me on, on this. that. <laughs> oh, don't make a sound bite. Anyway, go ahead. so um, when he talks about lust, he's like, you've heard it said um, one thing. I don't remember what it was. Don't commit adultery. It's weird because it's my favorite thing. I should know what it is. <laughs> don't um, commit adultery. Don't commit adultery. But I'm going to tell you, you even say. look. Yeah. And then even more with, when being challenged on, it, it's like, oh, this causes you to sin. Okay. All right. Cut it off. Yeah. It's not just, oh, oh, Jesus. It's like, oh my goodness, Jesus, you just took it to a, a completely different level. Whole I was, ex level. I was expecting you to go just the opposite on the other extreme, but instead you just went, you totally just took it heavenward. Yeah. And yeah. when, like he said, the render to Caesar, what is Caesar's render oh, to God's, yeah. what is God's. They came to him with a, a false dichotomy. Should we pay taxes or no? He's Come like, on, Jesus. Why don't you give him back his stuff and live your life for the Lord? And they're like, dang it. But wait, I, 
Does that mean pay taxes? Or does that mean... Yeah, they were like, I can't catch this man in nothing. Because he calls us out of that, those false dichotomies. He calls us away from worldly extremism. Mm -hmm. And one of the the examples actually used in Bible study this past week was, um, if you look at even the disciples he called, he called (laughs) extreme disciples. Yes, he did. Like like the... um, Oh, the zealot Judas. Was it Judas the zealot? I can't remember. No, I'm Simon the zealot. Simon the zealot. Yeah. Okay, the zealot. Oh, <laughs> look ze- it up. It's in there. Zell dog. That's what I call him. <laughs> um, but then you had him, and then you had Matthew the tax collector, right? So for those of you who don't understand the and fishermen, the ta- well, but just those two. Okay. If you don't understand the dichotomy of that, you had somebody being a zealot meant you were violently opposed to the state. You were willing mm. to um, destroy violently with action. Roman soldiers. Yeah. And then you, on the other hand, you had a tax collector, someone who worked for the state and then made their money. So this literally would have been like a MAGA dude and an Antifa dude. Yeah. And Jesus was like, you and you go on mission together. And they're like, but wait, Lord. He's like, yeah, I don't care. I'm calling you to something different. Yeah. I'm calling you to a whole nother plane. Mm -hmm. So you can't build these false dichotomies. Yeah. That's good. Um, so yeah, there's a lot in the world, in the word about that. And I mean, we have these like declarations or these things in the letters where Paul's instructing us mm-hmm. and he's giving us the encouragement as the church of what we can do and, and to know that God is not a God of confusion. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, he's, a, right. he's, um, he's bringing peace and we, we need to understand our role in uh, keeping peace as far as it depends on us mm-hmm. and like understanding, like you're going to meet opposition. You're going to encounter these things in the world, but yeah. I'm calling you to a different standard. And Jesus expected us because he did this. Jesus actually operated um, he was fully divine. He was God in the flesh. Mm-hmm. He operated yet in the natural world. Yeah. That's he operated good. in a system, in a culture. Um, that's that incarnational ministry that yes. we're supposed to emulate. Right. But that's yet the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And Jesus's ministry in that natural realm was successful because he had supernatural power. We understand that we are given that supernatural that's power right. by the Holy spirit and by his word. And so to, to look at Jesus's ministry, um, and we even see this, like Jesus was juxtaposing and he was going and, and challenging all these beliefs about gender roles or mm-hmm. about not gender roles, excuse me, about gender and value mm-hmm. when he approaches the woman at the well Yes, and like all of these things. And he, and he does it so smooth. Of course he's God. So like he already knows what he's going to say. Right. Yeah. But Jesus operating in that trusting of the father. That's right. And trusting himself to the father. Like we, I know I fail at that. Same. I fail at that so much because it's so easy to react to the thing that I see as the opposite of me. Mm -hmm. And really that I just, I know that that's an issue of pride more than anything. Yes. And it's, (laughs) it's also forgetting that we don't battle against flesh and blood. Oh, because the enemy that we see in front of us, the person that we want to yell at, that we want to make this false dichotomy, right? Someone says something like, well, it's easy for you to say that because you're just a, you're just a, that's the, the go-to. Well, it's because you're just a, listen, you don't know what they just are, but you should know that they're not just the enemy. Mm-hmm. The enemy is working behind the scenes to, to pit people against each other. Yeah. And so we have That's to, good. to look past that. And this is how it affects like our relationships where mm-hmm. we are relational beings, mm-hmm. right? We're not meant to, to operate in isolation. And so when we're creating these false dichotomies, we're creating enemies in mm-hmm. our lives we're putting more opposition out there when really there's probably more people that agree with us than we think mm-hmm. because we're not giving people the opportunity to have dialogue. We're creating these straw men. We're 
Mm, we're, that's we're, good. We're yes. putting ourselves as this me against the world type mentality. <laughs> when Jesus says, no, it's, it's, it's me in you yeah. against the powers of darkness in you. Yeah. Like let's, let's work on first that. and foremost. Yeah. Let's work on that first before we start. Let's not, you against the world. we can go against the world. We can talk about the world. Yeah. But let's deal with what's going on in your world. That's right. right. Now. Yeah. That's, that's right. That's really good. Well, and also like we forget that. <laughs> Never mind. I'm, Did I'm, you forget? I'm, no, I didn't. No, I was just, I was going to say something and I, I, I'm going to hold on to it for a minute. Okay. okay. No worries. Okay. No Lord, worries. I won't. Um, but the straw man argument, mm-hmm. like there are so many things with the mind and y'all know I'm a nerd about this stuff. Like the way that we think about people, mm-hmm. we think it stays in here, but it connects us to people and it, it draws these connections. And we have these relational interactions that will be entirely based on conversations we have actually never had with them in real life. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like we will, you know what? And I bet if I said this, they would say that. And then, then they would, then they would probably look at me weird and they would probably like turn away from me. Yeah, and, and then like, you got all this eyes. baggage that never and actually then happened. Like, as you, but then you see them in the store and you're like, hello, Carol. And it's like, whoa, <laughs> you already done had this conversation with Carol and wrote her off. Yeah. And she's just over here trying to buy eggs. Like and she we, wasn't even a part of it. She wasn't even, you didn't even no, give her a chance. Yeah. And that <laughs> we create these echo chambers in our heads, in our minds. Oh yeah. And then as we isolate and as we, you know, push Carol out of our life, um, Sorry, then Carol. We, we seek for more people. <laughs> uh, we don't know a Carol. We're just name we threw out there. Carol uh, Baskin. <laughs> no, let's not even bring her <laughs> into this. She ain't got nothing to do with it. Um, but then we start seeking for voices that will justify our pride. Mm-hmm. And um, there's also with that pride piece, um, there's this kind of, um, oh, how do you say it? Uh, I don't know the word in English. Um, that's, that's what you say when you can't remember that something. So it makes you sound snooty. pompous, doesn't it? That's so funny. I saw uh, that. How do you how do you Americans say hold it? Hold on, I don't hold on. I don't know the word in English, but no, it, it puts you in this place where you're judging other people's um, standard as less than yours. You're judging other people's under like basically you're saying the way I think and the way I reason and the is way right. I, I logic yeah is correct. And so if you come to any other conclusion, you're an idiot. Like it's. That is how we create. That's what we do. (laughs) I don't see the fault in that. No, I'm that's how we, that's how we operate Mm -hmm. because it's like, well, I, I mean, I see the problems and I see the obvious solution. If you don't see that, then Mm -hmm. I'm not going to take the time to explain it to you. And I'm not going to open up my experiences and I'm not going to build a bridge here. Mm. I'm just going to cut you off because you're not worth my time. Wow. And that is the, the world we're living in right now. It's part Mm -hmm. of that cancel culture. It's part of that. Yeah that prideful, um, yeah. Attitude. Can you imagine how different the entire scope of human history would be if God had had that exact same mindset? He wouldn't have even created man. Like there would be no reason to like, create Adam. He just looked down and be like, you can't even get one law. Correct. <laughs> one. Not even I just, one. one. Don't eat. Just be gone. Just don't. Just don't be. That's what he would have said. Just don't be. <laughs> he wouldn't even have to say, just thought it. Uh, and then they don't be. Yes. Then All right. So let's, let's it. shift into like, I guess we've covered like some of the symptoms mm-hmm. of if you are an extremist, if you're operating, with you're that operating with heart. Yes. The word extreme makes me think of like extreme sports. And so when I hear extremist, <laughs> I'm like, if you're a snowboarder, <laughs> if you're an emotional snowboarder, if you're just gnarring it up out there, you're just gnarly down the pike. Oh, if you're I don't a, know. If you're sport a dirt biker thing. of emotional fortitude. We're such 
church nerds. Oh I don't know gosh. any of the terms. If for... you've made it this far, God bless <laughs> God you. God bless you. God keep you. Um, well, then let's move into some practicality. <laughs> yes, let's do it. All right. One, the most practical thing of all that you need to know, person, is you cannot free yourself from this extremist mindset. You cannot. Totally You gnarly. will not be able to do it. You are helpless to free yourself. You must yes. know that in order to proceed. That's good. Let's proceed. Okay, proceeding. Um, one thing that you can do practically, if you find yourself in this place where you're awesome and everybody else is a stupid dummy head, is you need to look back at your life. I'm, I'm just saying. You need to look back at your life and realize uh, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, think about how sure of some things you were Mm-hmm. That now you look back and you're like, mm-hmm. that was the least intelligent thing I could have done. Or how many things you thought mattered in that moment in your life yes. that were going to affect you forever. I mean, think about just when you were a kid. Yeah. Draw some, look at the lines you drew. Like in wait, first grade. I remember one of the biggest <laughs> battles in um, middle school among girls was the, uh, the which boy band you liked. Right. Don't even, please don't get me started. I'm just this. saying that was a huge I, battle. Okay. This is one I will never sway from it though. <laughs> No, so you, you say you laugh, but I'm like, don't but touch that. See, they no, no. It's looking back mm. on it now, yep. you can laugh at it. Okay. <laughs> okay. But at the time, it was the most important thing. Like, yeah. girls were defriending each other. It's in true. In real life, we didn't have Facebook back then. I, children, I still remember. There were people like losing I friends can't over believe this. You like them? I don't remember the name. Or if of you them. found out that your friend like had the cassette tape, yes, cassette tape. Come on now of the other boy band, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to say which one it was, then you'd be like, I thought she I thought was, we were friends. she's just one of those. <laughs> she's just one of those. <laughs> so look back at your life and realize how many silly lines in the sand you drew. Uh-huh. And, and just to understand yourself before you start looking at other people and being like, they're the worst. Why would they do that? Why are they... Th- Okay, you're not perfect, and you've made some bad decisions as well. Mm. And so you need to operate from first that um, that base. Yeah, and so if you're a Christian, we can put it in Christianese for you. Think about all the things you've had to repent from. Come on. Okay, let's just use that word for a moment. There it goes. Uh, practical tip number two, number please listen before reacting. Goodness, it's the same thing you want people to do with you. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've heard of the golden rule. Anybody? Whoever has the gold makes the rules. That's right. <laughs> Uh, no, but if you've heard of this thing that Jesus talked about, yes, treating others as you would want them to treat you, doing yes. unto others. So if you want people to listen to you before they call you just a fill in the blank, why don't you give them a chance and you listen to them? Yes. Speak. Ask clarifying questions. Yeah. Like, okay. T- how did you arrive at that? Okay, tell me more about this. I want to hear about, don't just run in with how could you possibly think and where yeah. did you where did you come up with that no 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 see that's not listening that's not trying to listen that's, right. that's this is how we engage in conversation you want to come to a mutual understanding even if your understanding is we really don't agree on this topic yes that's still a mutual understanding you can it's still true. walk away you don't have to be friends so listen yeah that's good listen come on Sorry. sing it um no, uh, oh yeah go ahead number three number three is all about tactical grace Come but on. here's the thing we're only going to share tactical grace with our inner circle our inner it's circle just, tactical Ooh. grace is so multifaceted it's such a deep thing that's actually going to be a separate episode we're going to go into with the inner circle because we want them to get the good and if you don't know who the inner circle are they are our people that's who rocks with us that's you're right. our outer circle and we rock with y'all too we rock but, with you guys every week but there are people that get an extra episode they get or two 
extra content. They get direct access. But you can find out more if you go to patreon.com slash Pod. Yeah. Yes. So this has been the Next Myth Podcast. We Show hope has. you have gotten a dose of real life. No myth. Be, Be blessed. blessed. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Next Myth Podcast. We are so glad that you joined us and we hope that you'll consider subscribing so that you can tune in each week. Don't forget to rate and share this podcast. And if you haven't already, follow us on social media. If you want to be a part of our family's mission to entertain, educate, and empower others, please consider becoming one of our Patreon supporters. Exclusive Nick Smith merchandise is available to you through our online store at www.nicksmithpodcast.com.